With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Christine Handy. Love Talk Radio. Hello, this is Christine Handy, also known as Willow Adair from the book Walk Beside Me. I have special guest Demarius Nelson on the line. Demarius, are you on? Can't hear him. Hold one second. Hello, Demarius. Yes. Hi. So glad Hello. you could join me. <laughs> Yay. It worked. Yes. Um, welcome. Welcome to the Walk Beside Me podcast. How are you doing today? Thank you. Good. How are you? Well, I'm I'm great. I'm so honored uh, to have you, and thank you for taking the time out of your weekend, especially this special weekend, which um, is so important to all of us, but in particular you, um, because you are in the armed forces. Is that correct? Yes. Yes, that is correct. Yes. So <laughs> thank you so much for taking the time. Um, just because I, I, I have such an interesting question for you. Tell us about your show called The Unpopular Live Show. I'm fascinated by the name, first of all. And I actually watched it, and it's so funny. It's so entertaining. I hope that anybody that listens to this goes to uh, the Facebook Unpopular Live Show and watches it. But um, tell us a little bit about it. Well, it's um, my my friend and co-host, Roberto Carter. He he actually, you know, for a couple of years, he's like, man, we need to try to, like, do a show because we have great chemistry. He felt like as far as, you know, our – he felt like the wisdom and the things we could do to help people. And he was just, yes. he always asked me, I was like, no, no, I don't really have time. And um, right. the timing was right last year at the end of last year. And we started doing it and it's, it's been a lot of fun. And uh, we, we came up with the name cause it was the jump show, but that's like so common. We just said, cause we talked right. about, you know, truth. So we decided to, Change it to the unpopular show because truth, the truth is unpopular. Most things that get the shares and the views and all the likes are the the things that we consider. Popular. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, things yeah. that we consider the, like yeah. wouldn't be. I mean, we'd be like, wow, how did that get that many likes or views or shares? So all we just concern ourselves with is just doing what we do, just putting the truth out there and hopefully help someone. So. Wow. Well, I've I've watched it. It really is. Um, it's authentic. I enjoy it. I, I watched it when you had another um, guest on it, and it was funny. It's entertaining. Um, I, I like your hat. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so my brand and my platform is really about purpose and pain and also about the depth of friendships we all have or we can have. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel I feel like the media portrays women and friendships in such a catty, double dealing, two faced betrayal. Mm-hmm. Um, but we can and we can, but we can and should have friends that lay down one's lives for each other. Yes. Um, you know, I mean, and you and I are both 
very strong Christians, and I guess I yeah. should say that. Um, but it, like in John uh, fifteen thirteen from the Bible, mm-hmm. it says, "Greater love hath no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends." And yeah. I, from watching you on social media, I feel like you have that same um, kind of passion for your, you know, friends and and for helping your friends and and laying down your life for people in your life and. Can you give me a little perspective on what you're the first man I've ever had on the show? So thank oh, you for wow. that. Okay. <laughs> I like that. Pers- yeah. <laughs> um, can you give me a little perspective on what the what what does that mean to you? Male friendships and what and what should and could that look like? Well, I have a group of friends that I grew up with. Uh, we became friends. The, at the end of elementary, and we've been friends since. It's like four, uh, five of us. And then, so we always stuck together, and we all, we always reach out and help each other. Some are married, some aren't, and just uh-huh. always being there, being accountable. I mean, one way we stay in touch at at one time we play like PlayStation. So because two one of them lives in Vegas, one lives in uh, Phoenix, and then uh-huh. two of them are here. So one way we always stayed in touch is being competitive through gaming, and um, like that is like gaming online. No, uh, PlayStation, like playing Madden. I'm sure you got know about it, Madden. Got it, got it, got it, got it, got it, yeah. got it, got it. Okay, that's, that's such a man thing to do. Okay, I get it. Yeah, so, you know, we, we can't get out there and play it anymore, so we just play it on the game because that's better. You don't have to get hurt. So, But uh, one way, Aww. I think for us, I think it's a unique situation even for men because we are completely – like willing to lay ourselves down and express ourselves like to each other. And I mean, and just the unadulterated truth at all times. So if one's down, we all try to pick them up because we're only strong as our weakest link. And Mm. no, we we just remain, honestly, just remain truthful with each other. I think that's the, we don't try to impress one another. We all know our abilities and each man is strong in his own right. So it's like a bunch of alpha males. But they all we all wow. work together because we still are unique individually, and we all have something different right. to offer. But I think the, the most important thing is they're all Christians. And if you're not a Christian, mm. I, I mean, I, I, I guess the the best thing to look at a friendship like ours is to understand that you're no better than the man in front of you, and also you have to pick him up because no man left behind for us. And I think we all have implemented that in our families and that's what helped us, you know, become stronger because some of them, some of my friends didn't grow up with fathers. So like my dad would be there for them or, or whatever anyone needs. So that's what we try to do because it takes a village to raise a family. So that, that's, that's how we uh, have managed thus far. But you consider them your family. I'm, I'm assuming. I do. I do. They're like my brothers and, Meeting uh, Roberto, now he's definitely in that, the, the guy I do the show with, he's definitely in my circle because he's he's, he's a little older yeah. and, he, and he has wisdom and he's always keeping me in line. Like So I, I appreciate that a lot. So <laughs> Right. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I, I'm, talk about wisdom. You, and you talk about truth a lot, but you mm-hmm. your wisdom is remarkable, especially for a man your age. How do you think you got to that stage so early in life? Did you have a, somebody model that for you? Did you have a mother that taught you that? And you're so well-spoken. I'm so impressed by everything that oh, you do. You. Yes, my mother, 
she she did an excellent job raising me, just making sure I I was a gentleman and you know treat everyone mm-hmm. with respect. Yeah. I think that's the biggest thing. And and my dad also he's all he always has a a life lesson. He always has some quote. Like I I can recall like growing up I. I took the trash out and then I put the 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 liner back in the trash can, but I didn't line it correctly around it. And I and I hear right. him, he calls me like son, so I'm like, oh man, I don't know what I did, but <laughs> I'm like sir, I went in there, and he's like, why'd you put the liner in the trash like that? He, and he was like, that's that's lazy, like do it right. And he said, and anything wow. you do, you know, do it to your best ability, even putting it in the 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 liner in the trash can, and that's what I've stuck with and try to that's, remember everything that I've done, like, you know, detail does matter. So detail does that, matter. That's so interesting. That's good for you. Yeah. Yeah. Good for him. Good for him. And good for you. Good for, <laughs> good for all of you. Cause those are such great lessons yeah. and you really are blessed. You are really are blessed to have, you know, those brothers, not just in Christ, but those brothers in your life, because, uh, you know, in my situation, my the women in my life, they really saved my life. I know you haven't read my book yet, but I know you're going to. Yeah. Um, and thank you for supporting me in that way. But you'll, no re- you'll read how these women really transformed my life and really transformed mm-hmm. who I was. And I think it's so important to have people in your life. It, and, I, and I talk about this all the time, but we are what we eat, right? But we yes. are also who we surround ourselves with without question. Um, one of the things that caught my eye about you, um, is that I, I have two sons mm-hmm. and I love what your Instagram, I love what your Instagram represents and I'll quote you. what you say. Okay. My goal is to help boys. My goal is to help boys and men alike through the process of transforming from boys to Kings. Yeah. I, that, that to me is incredible. And if there were more people out there like you, then this world would be a better place. Oh, thank and you. I applaud you. I just applaud you for what you're doing in the, in your community and, and in the world, because you have such a great story to tell and you have such a great, uh, what's the right word, but you, you're taking all that you are equipped with and you're using it for good. And I, and I have so much respect for that. So Thank congratulations you. on that. Thank you. Um, one, one thing that you wrote, which I liked um, mm-hmm. was you said our gifts will pave a road for opportunity. Yeah. I totally believe that. I totally believe that. And that's happened in my life and in both careers that I've had as a, mm-hmm. as a model, you know, for the majority of my life up until cancer and now as a writer and author and a speaker. So how does you, how does that reflect your life work? Your, your, our gift, which would, I'll quote you, our gifts will pave a road of opportunity. How does that reflect your life work? Mm, I know writing for me was something that I didn't, necessarily enjoy but I used to write things like in college have to do a paper or I write something and my mom's like hey save that and for me like okay whatever but I I kept it and I guess probably like two years ago I decided to um, actually write I just sat down one day and I sat down in, in my home for like I got off of work and I come right home and I would sit there for hours just thinking, like mm-hmm. talking to God, trying to figure out like what to write mm-hmm. because I knew what I wanted to do. But I was looking at it as going out and speaking and I didn't look at writing as being as, I know it's effective, but 
at that time, that's not what I was thinking about, but God was telling me to write. So that's what I did. So I started writing and I came up with the concept of the boy, the king after King David in the Bible, who was mm. anointed to be king as a child, but still had to go through the right. process of life. And I think that's difficult. So a lot of, of men and women, they both have, right. they both I think we know what we are supposed to do at a young age because we like those, the things that we're good at, you know, normally you want to do those and the things that you're not, you really put aside, but a lot of times through life alone and then our own decisions, I don't think we hear God's voice anymore. Like he put that on you like he did David, but it doesn't mean that you're not going to struggle. That doesn't mean you're not going to, you know, you're going to fail over and over again. And, but that doesn't mean God lies because God doesn't lie. If he told you that's what you were going to be, then that's what you will be. And for me, I've always felt like I had a calling to change the world in some way. And for now, mm. I've been through writing and I've done some, you know, speaking thing, speaking engagements. But for the most part, that's that's what I've been doing. I just focus on writing and I sit down and I do it and I, I force myself at first. But now I enjoy it. Right. When I first put it out there on the blog, I was like, okay. People are like, oh, man, this is good. Uh, is this a book? I said, no, I'm just writing. Well, write something else. And then I do it again. Like, I'm hesitant, right. but I'm like, okay, I did it again. And the same results. So now two years later, I continue to do it. And it's like, I, I enjoy it now right. because I know I, I want to help people at the end of the day. So that's why I try to use right. writing to convey a message. But I, I think speaking, sometimes you can lose a message, but if someone's able to read it, like I think it's, for me, it's more vivid. It's like watching a movie yes. in a way, so. Right. Well, usually the books, usually the books that we read that are turned into a movie, usually the book is better than the movie. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> in general. Almost every movie. In general, movie. right? Yeah. Almost every movie. Well, my my dream is actually to have my book made into a movie, and I I do believe that um, that will happen someday. Um, that's my that's my that's my biggest dream. Um, but I I have read some of your writing, and I have to tell you, I'm not easily in awe of people's writing. I, I am a, I'm a writer myself, and yes. I'm not saying that I'm in awe of my writing. I am truly in awe of your writing. Thank you. you you come you come from it goes back to the truth that you were talking about. You come from mm. perspective that people don't really want to talk about, and I feel like that's true of my book as well. I, I touch on so many subjects that are so mm. unpopular and so sensitive, but I really and I and I throw all of my thorns out there because yes. it's all and it's the truth. Mm. But I I think that you write in such an ele- ele- elegant way especially for a man. Thank and you. <laughs> I, I'm just so, I'm, I'm so excited for what you do with that. And I, and I also, I believe that that's so accurate about our, you know, what, what we are meant to do in God's eyes and, and how our, our lives are meant to be and you know, what he wants for us. And that's, I find it to be fascinating because I do believe that God wanted me to write. And I do believe that mm-hmm. God gave the story, but man, mm-hmm. I went through, I, I, went, I went through some hurdles to get there, yeah. and, I almost, and I almost feel like I, I just kept ignoring what he was saying, and I wasn't mm-hmm. listening, and I was consumed by what I thought the world you know, wanted me to be, what I thought 
you know, the people around me wanted me to do. And I, I became yeah. a very good actress because none of it was very satisfying. None of it made me feel very, none of it made me feel joy. Yes. I didn't feel happiness, but joy mm-hmm. is a very different emotion. Definitely. And, and, and now that I, you know, now that I write and now that I do what I do, and I do believe that I'm now more in line with what God wants me to do, I think it's, you know, I wish I could go back to, you know, I was when I was 20 and, you know, listened to, or actually 18 when the Lord said, you know, you need to go to college to learn how to be a writer. And I just said, no, I, I, I'm going to go to SMU. I'm going to go to glamour school. I want to, I want to do, you know, I'm going <laughs> to ignore you. Right. I mean, I totally ignored yeah. him. That didn't get me very far. <laughs> um, like most of us. <laughs> that really didn't get me very far. So um, I did not listen and I totally, I find your, I find the way that you write to be so uh, beautiful. And I'm really excited about what you do with that. And I can't wait to be on a radio show or a TV show with you someday. And after you've written a book and it's a national bestseller and you're, you're, you're making a bigger difference because you're already making a difference. You're already making a difference. You've made a difference in my life. Oh, and I know, I mean, and you're making a difference in people's lives. And I've, I'm really excited about your journey and I, I just want to personally thank you for, for touching my life because you've been incredible. And I, I, fi- and I, I, I think you're, you're a friend and I appreciate that. I, I yeah. take care. I, mean, I very seriously consider people, my friends. And when they're my friends, I, I take it very seriously. So I want to just personally thank you. That's good. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Well. So there, there's a scripture that came to me today it's john 13 i don't know if you've you've heard this one but it says i am your lord and teacher but i washed your feet so you also should watch each other's feet i did this as an example for you so you should serve each other just as i served you believe me servants are not greater than their master those who are sent to do something are not greater than the one who sent them if you know these things great blessings will be yours if you do them and that reminded me of you because you do say a lot, you're not better than the person in front of you. You're not better than the person behind you. No. And you really did learn that at a young age. And I just, I'm, 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 I'm so impressed by that. So tell me a little bit more about what are, what, what are your biggest plans for your writing? What's your biggest dream as far as your writing? Mm, I, I guess for now, like my goal, I've, I've been working on a book. The title for now is The Humbling Famine. And it's just about a family and how they're through a little girl, they are able to, you know, learn more about God and understanding through the little girl. Her name is Emma. And that's currently my biggest goal. Uh, I, I, I would like to speak more, like go out yes. nationally and, don't have a job, but let that be let that be my job. Like most people that don't want to punch right. a time clock, right. those are like some of my I, goals. <laughs> I think that yeah. uh, for me is just maintaining my family and leaving a legacy. So my uh, my daughter, my nephew, uh, I have a niece mm-hmm. on the way, so they all can right. um, grow and follow in that legacy, follow in that footsteps because it takes. You know, each generation, like my dad did what he needed to do to get us to where we're right. trying to go. And I think right. and, and same thing with my mother. So now it's my opportunity to 
take the baton and, and take it further than they would even dream or even me. And I think the biggest thing, like you said, understanding uh, John 13, as far as being a servant leader, and John 15, chapter 15, when he said right. lay yourself down right. for your friends and, and people in in need or whatever the case may be, and also the, your family as well. So I think that's that's me, and that's why I try to you know remember every day is to stay humble, because the people that I have now are the people that I'm sure I would love to keep because I know they're good, have a good circle around me, and you right. know I, I'm I'm a man. I know people look at men as being strong all the time, but you know there are moments where you get weak, and. Right. You need someone someone to pick you up, even if it's just, hey, keep doing what you're doing. Like, okay, that's enough for me. And uh, right. so my my goal is just to write and keep writing and, and see where it goes. And eventually one day I, I would like to get into politics because I don't think there are enough Christians in politics. And I think we yeah. shy away from it because people say it doesn't mix, but if God is God then, and he made law, then why wouldn't he want? his people to uh, run the law that he has established and, and be, right. keep, you know, keepers of the law. And that's, that's what I would like to do that affect change. Cause ultimately yeah. I think that's even bigger than a pastor is like, if you could use the two and, and bring them together and change lives yeah. in that way, I think that's like, that's my ultimate goal. And you talk about you talk about uh, helping younger men, and why mm-hmm. is that so heavy on your heart? I I, I find that to be, I, I applaud you for that because I don't think a lot of men are doing that. But why is that so heavy on your heart? The because for men. A, uh, for people my age, like for the most part, you are who you are. Like, and sometimes right. you change. Some you know maybe most times you the most of the time you're gonna stay the way you are. But for young men, a lot of their situations have came through circumstances like they couldn't control uh, you can't control where you're born or how you raised but once right. you get old enough you turn 18 and get on your own or however old you'll be when you're independent you can make right. those changes then so like my my message would be to you know work on your like like a lot of these kids are resilient like children anyway like they're resilient and they can handle anything but they just need someone to just guide them to make sure that they don't get off track because of the life that they may have to live for the moment, because that's not what right. God would want them to do. And us as right. adults should, you know, pick up each child, including our own to help them, you know, it, just to guide them along to, to, uh, to free them. Cause I'm all about mindset. And I think we all get frustrated because we, we want to be entertainers. We want to, athletes especially in my community people want to be athletes or make the money fast famous but it's like famous. it's like the process you have to go through the process and it's like writing for me to sit down and do it it takes time but when you finish it and you achieve that small goal and then you put it out there whether one person likes it or or not you mm-hmm. did what like I'm doing what God wants me to do and that's why I have to have to remind like men all men is that hey, right. just stay the course because consistency is what makes you successful. Because the most talented people, so yeah, the most talented people don't. 
I, you know, they don't always reach to the top. It's a person who was consistent and didn't give up. So resiliency and consistency is what takes us to places that we wouldn't even dream of going. So that's why right. I try to tell the young men. Well, you've got such a great message, and I, I just can't wait how – I, I, I will do anything in my power to get your message across to as many people well, as thank possible. Thank you. You have. <laughs> you have. No, really, and I, not that I have any influence, and I wish I did, but you I, – I, it's incredible what you're doing. And it's frustrating that, you know, in social media – because really that's the only way that you can get in front of these young men other mm-hmm. than, you know, grassroots in your own community. And yes. You you're doing it, but it's frustrating to me um, who also wants my story out, not for my own well-being, but for the to give people hope and, and to yes. and, and to and to and to show people, you know, that God really sends people to save, you know, to save your life and be the hands and feet of the Lord. And I think that it's frustrating in social media when we I feel like and, and you don't do it so much. You're so truthful about it. But. I feel like the likes that I get on, on my certain social media is because it's a pretty picture. You know, oftentimes, <laughs> yes. oftentimes our, our lives aren't pretty pictures. I, on a day-to-day no. basis, my life is not a pretty picture. No. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm literally talking to you right now with a, with a machine on my arm, a, a light machine trying to uh, diffuse the pain that's in my arm. Mm-hmm. And, but we post, in me, I post these pictures that look so pretty. Um, yes. And I hope that that I hope someday there's a change to that. How do you feel mm-hmm. about that? Oh, I definitely I, I agree. I, I think we have it's it's about the likes. It's about you know social media gives people a platform that only celebrities had at first. So now it's like having the access to the having access to the whole world in right. a matter of seconds. Uh, have, you know, it has changed a lot of things. So it, I mean, it, it can yeah. get be frustrating because it's like it's, you actually have yeah, a message that people need to hear. Many that, levels, right? It's sexy. Yeah. It's appealing, but on the other other on the other hand, it's almost you know I feel I feel empty at times, mm-hmm. right? When you post mm-hmm. something and you go, that's just so not that's not truth. Yeah, you. I mean, I agree because it's not you know edifying is not sexy like edifying the body or getting in the books and studying like no one wants to see that, but they want to see the, right. the high life because so many people themselves don't feel like they have a good life right. so they look at others to say oh wow like oh they really having fun i wish that was me versus saying like like the mindset thing like that can be me because that what i see right. only motivates me like to continue doing what i'm doing like whether i get one like or i don't get any like i don't care it's like i'm just going to keep going because i understand just consistency that's all i have to do and I remain, right. you just keep at that, and eventually someone's going to hear your voice. And, like, hey, our father is God, so no, nothing's out right. there, no network bigger than and serving mm. him. So oh, I love that. You're, you're a commercial for God. I love that. <laughs> wow. So. That is really powerful. We, we, are, we are all meant to be commercials for the Lord, right? Yes, Definitely. And and I think he, and I always say God is like the biggest showboat of them all because he's going to put you on the platform eventually. Like, so are you going to be ready when he does? That's the real question. That's so great, I've never heard anybody say that. That's fantastic. Are you sure you don't want to be a preacher? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I, I think I'll do it on social media. I'll continue there for now. Unless he wants me to, then we'll we'll do that. Right, 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 right. No, no, you really, you 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 could. I, I guess that's the, that's the other way to say it. you could. And your your message is going to get out there. You're right, because because what you just said is so accurate. God is the biggest platform, and He is the biggest social media, and He will get it out there. And I also yeah. believe that through prayer and petition, and through a through a clean heart, really yeah. clean motives, mm-hmm. that's that's really where it'll get out there. Because you have a, you, it's the purity of your heart, you exude the pure a purity of your heart. Yeah, yeah, and I think and as but, long as we. I think as long as people like us continue to, you know, it says iron sharpens iron. So, you know, building each other up, it, it makes it a lot easier. So. Wow. Iron does sharpen iron. That's for sure. Again, that goes back to, we are who we surround ourselves with. Iron sharpens iron. Yes. Definitely. Wow. Well, this has been such a treat for me. I'm so excited um, that you spent this time with me and thank you for your wisdom i'm i'm truly in awe of all that you're doing and on instagram the boy toking i I love your quotes um and i i i anybody who's listening or who will listen to this in the future please check out the unpopular live show on facebook it's really it's very very entertaining and again i i really i thank you so much for your time oh paula i just wanted to say um also check out my uh, roberto he has he has a making fatherhood a trend shirts, make fatherhood a trend. And he, he's the one that's doing the is show. And that's Facebook? one thing. Yes. He has it on Facebook. Uh, make fatherhood so, a trend. That's his make deal. Fatherhood uh, a trend on Facebook. Yes, we're gonna, show? No, that's his, uh, his actually clothing line that he has. So that's, that's Got another it. thing okay, that we've been working on. So okay, thank you for having me. And I appreciate it. Okay. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Time to sign off. This is Christine Handy from the podcast Walk Beside Me. Thank you. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.